0: Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. What do you see sometimes when you look across at other dinner tables in a restaurant? Couples looking down at their cell phones, kids carrying digital devices that keep them occupied, as if a puppeteer lifts strings at the least need. Fingers travel into convenient locations to the hard cases of cellular phones or laptops for information or escape from the wait for food. Even the Patagonia clothing worn contains pockets carefully designed for today's computerized playgrounds. For most of each day, people immerse themselves into a connected matrix. The internet of an artificial intelligence that directs the use of time into its dimensions and direction. There they and later their children find what they want, what they desire, what makes them feel good and okay at least for now. They swipe left or right to what or whom seems right. It's easy. As they live in the shallow waters of single digits, they find themselves as actresses and actors, performing to the artificial reality of instant personas. It is, for the most part, a theater of the absurd, playing out its written code of self-esteem without hardships and imperfections. It's one they must participate in, but one that hides the superficial relationships found there. Recently, an article in the Wall Street Journal explained that young girls stay up past midnight, glued to their phones, hoping not to miss an important update. Their anxiety and depression deepens as they imagine their own personal troubles in poor comparison with the lives, bodies, and popularity of the other girls, who seem to be picture perfect. Now let's talk about addiction or short-term fixes. New electrical packets of energy and vapors provide pathways into what makes people feel good in the moment. When today's feelings become the main focus, men and women do not set ambitious goals for a better future. Time just kind of slips away as playtime, and nothing drives an effort to shape a higher quality of living. Optimism decreases for what lies ahead, and new skills and habits do not appear. Without a responsibility for tomorrow, they avoid responsibility for a life's outcome. They either live with unreal expectations for winning American Idol, or some that could never do. The prescriptions for the anxieties of this present age are much the same as 2,000 years ago. Substance abuse, control, recognition, power... Some of these provide a way of escape from emptiness, pain, or feeling worthless. The rest of them hide us from our need to change and improve. In this streaming world, whether they know it or not, people take advantage of each other for what makes them feel good, and they miss the nobility of service and the development of lasting reputations for solving problems and making life more bearable for others the real stuff of heroes and heroines. They miss learning the importance of self-sacrifice and the battle for the discipline and self-control required in the fulfillment of a noble aim, the one that makes the future better for the benefit of others, including oneself. As people live in the moment and only to themselves, a loss of purpose and meaning contribute to their lost existence. The days or weeks pass by without the pursuit of ambitions in the best interest of themselves and a better life for all. You see, they're trying to find an identity, to feel okay, to be significant, ever leading to panic. There's there's a lot of things that they're trying to use like food or sex or wealth or possession or power or control or pills or alcohol or, or drugs or even achievement in the present, or recognition from other people. All of this is kind of leading to an anxiety or a loss of purpose or a sociopathy, no conscience, no empathy. The truth is, life is difficult, and we're all pretty broken and in need of change for our own good and the good of others. Now, let's talk about ambition in terms of long-term improvements that don't hurt anybody but always help people. Individuals can transform themselves and the world around them, and they can create a future not yet imagined. It's learning from past mistakes and training by the discipline necessary to make the best of a difficult life that offers learning to those who will be trained by them. These hard times, these moments in which we need to look at ourselves and and make adaptations and change parts of ourselves, grow into new habits. You know, these hard times actually help people make their way toward an important vision. The growing experiences yield a healthier life to those who are trained by them and, and, and to those people that don't avoid them or try to make life always easy. Because it's not easy. It's hard. And as was often quoted in The Road Less Traveled by Dr. Scott Peck years ago, life is difficult. And as we study history, we see the evidence of individual progress, personal advancement, and realized ambitions that made a difference. People built hospitals and schools and homes, and they ended substance abuse and slavery. And out-of-shape individuals lost weight and kept it off, and lazy people became conscientious. And I can relate to that one because, boy, was I lazy in my younger years. Controlling leaders learned to delegate and empower others, and negative coaches became encouragers, and industriousness replaced irresponsibility. And soldiers, boy, thinking of the Ukraine right now, they stopped evil tyrants of war, and and selfish people became lovers. Young people bought homes and paid off their debt, and dedicated people built countries, companies, and families. Dishonest people learned that honesty brought freedom. We walked on the Earth and on the Moon. Mars and the stars are next, and for some reason, our culture today makes being an ambitious person a negative. Maybe it's because of corporations like Enron and Wells Fargo and the bad news of their indiscretions or... Or bad salespeople who sell without integrity and all of us have been in front of one of those. Or maybe it's leaders who kill and lie to achieve their aims or fathers who pursue other things more important than their brides or families. Maybe it's because of a growing dependence on a government that wants us to make it the center of responsibility for social change and good. Policymakers want to make them the answer For the well-being of everyone, and in doing so, they direct people and children to safety and sameness and away from the ideas of a free society in which people take individual responsibility for their future independence and freedom. Now, here's the truth. Having a noble aim requires hard work, sacrificing what makes us feel good now, self-discipline, willpower, and perseverance. It requires an authentic look at where a person is now and what needs to change. Its nobility requires a concern for others built into the character of the achieving individual. Its pursuit gives hope. And there's nothing easy about the journey, even for the gifted, because talent is overrated. A person who works today for a remarkable tomorrow suffers through ups and downs, breakthroughs and breakdowns. The struggle, the trials and the testings endured produce perseverance and strength of character. People face the issues of their life. They learn to handle various and difficult circumstances. But a new life, a new life, demands this even Requires this. When in in the crucible of trial, the muscles build, the insight grows, the person matures. This produces great strength within them and the capacity for surviving trying moments in life that are yet out in the future. Purpose? Purpose results from being firmly attached to the idea of making oneself better. For making the world better. Having a noble aim means living to be of value. It then means something to go to work. Every role in business becomes meaningful and done for the benefit of others. In the achievement, people gain new and helpful attitudes and skills. They change their habits, replacing bad ones with new ones. Their reputation as a contributor in the lives of others, rises from a deeper, steadfast, and meaningful approach to the problems that face people. Salespeople sell to help people satisfy wants, fill needs, and solve problems. Salespeople sell to earn an income for making life better for themselves and others. And you, the leader, you determine if this is true. You can change the lives of those you lead by what you believe. I want you to remember these important fundamentals of sales leadership. Number one, be an example of an ambitious person of service for the reps, the customer, and the company. Ask questions to help people discover important changes in their lives with desired goals to pursue and achieve. Want the responsibility of leadership and teaching. Love coaching and helping people develop skills and new habits. Ask about or track the progress of those on your team and believe in and encourage those you lead. Celebrate their progress. Understand that winning occurs when they win, when what they want becomes a reality because of being on your team. Now, take on this responsibility and this purpose and make the world of sales a better place to live in. You have what it takes to get this done. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.